This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. I do like... I'm I'm more for change, but I do like tradition. And the Boxing Day in Sydney has always, in my mind, been the tradition. The week before this, we let into it. It wasn't raining at all. I think it's pretty unlucky that we actually got rain this specific week. So if the test match was, you know, if that shifted a week, then we'd we'd play in clear sunlight. And I've played games, a lot of games in Sydney, that have had results before, um, even with weather delays. So um, it sucks, but I still think it's the traditional time to have it. Um, we're in a La Nina pattern anyway at the moment, which means more rainfall. And I think that's about to finish now anyway. So hopefully the next few years we'll have a few dry, more dry days. Hi everybody, Men is here coming to you from the Sydney Cricket Ground after day three of the Test match was completely washed out against South Africa. That was Usman Khawaja talking after play how he likes the tradition of playing the Sydney Test in January. And I agree with him. If there are issues around the weather, perhaps we could look at making this a day-night pink test, as I spoke about with Paul yesterday. Because there was no play today, we're going to have just a very short review. I've got a few comments. I've got a few little juicy stories from the press box actually they're not juicy they're just the only things I can um the only little funny things that happened um but yeah a couple of things from Usman Khawaja um if you want a full episode of Cricket Unfiltered Paul and I recorded um yesterday uh, a full episode covering all the cricket news so after you've listened to this uh, review go and uh, jump on to that one speaking of Paul he, he keeps messaging me saying Pat Cummins should, should declare and leave Usman Khawaja 195 not out that is just ludicrous I get that Australia need 20 wickets to win the game but you cannot declare when someone is five runs away from their maiden test double century. And Khawaja's the people's champion. The SCG faithful will turn on Cummins very quickly if they do that. I remember um, Graham Hick, wasn't it Atherton declared on Hick when he was 98 and not out at the Sydney Cricket Ground? And I don't think Hick ever forgave him. So, yeah, can't see Cummins doing that. Um, And, yeah, we'll, we'll chat about this with Paul next time we have him on the show. 
Also, uh, during this test match, there's been a lot of uh, talk about retirements. David Warner, Steve Smith, Usman Khawaja. There was also a little bit of speculation that there's a, a pact between Warner and Khawaja that they won't retire at the same time. Well, uh, Khawaja was asked about his future in the press conference, and here's what he had to say. Smudger carries on like he's going to retire after every game. <laughs> it's just, it's just Smudger. And then he goes out and gets 100 every game, so who knows. Uh, for me, maybe, yeah, I haven't been in the grind as long as Davey Warner, uh, Stephen Smith. Uh, you know, I played all forms for a little while, but there's probably about three-year period, and that was tough work, even those three-year period. And I don't have a family like Davey does. Um, and him and Smudger have been doing it for 10 years now. It's tough work. It takes a toll mentally. It's mentally it takes a toll, physically it takes a toll too. So, look, I never like to look too far ahead. One game at a time, one series at a time. Cliche, yes, but I think it's very true. Because you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself in this game. So, for me, I'm still feeling really good. I said the same thing this time last year. Um, I'm enjoying my cricket. Body feels great. Um, thankfully, touch wood, I'm still performing and, and doing what I need to for the team. If those things are continuing to happen, yeah, I, I don't really have a timeline, to be honest. Interesting stuff there on Steve Smith saying Smith's always saying he wants to retire. Found that amusing. Uh, I really want Smith um, and Kawaja to go on at least, well, at least next summer. Smith, I want to go on for 10 years if he can keep this form up. But I think it'd be good if Kawaja played at home next summer. Pakistan are touring, and of course, that's his uh, birth nation. So, um, I'm sure he would like to play against them one more time and then the West Indies at the end of next summer. And then who knows from beyond there. But uh, some big challenges for Khawaja going to play in India on spinning wickets and then, you know, across to the UK where it's very tough for top-order players um, with the ball swinging around. So, look, a long way down the track that Khawaja has to decide this, but it was an um, an interesting answer. And then another thing Kawaja was asked about was about the environment within the Australian team. Now, for many of you will know um, that I've been on and on about Justin Langer. Well, have a listen to these very, very insightful comments from Usman Kawaja. Oh, best environment I've been in. I haven't done a warm-up in about seven test matches. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, nothing hurts you more than a warm-up, I tell you that. I think it's added two more, your career, two more years of my career, 100%. So Ron's been great about that. So has Paddy. We get to go out and do individual warm-ups, do what we need to. It's just those small things that I think has really helped the environment in the Australian cricket team. I used to find it really intense, and it used to take a lot of mental energy out. It's all the, all the sort of, I guess, I call it fluff, all the fluff you have to do, box ticking you have to do, but... Since I've been back in the team, there really hasn't been any of that. It's been really refreshing. It's definitely opened up um, a lot of space in the mind just to go out and do your thing. So, yeah, it's been enjoyable. So you can hear him talking there about the, the more relaxed environment in the Australian camp at the moment. And, look, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there that, you know, I heard a very similar things said within the Australian team before Sandpaper Gate. This is all fine when Australia's winning, but you wait until we start losing. All these relaxed environments will suddenly change. So um, I, I'm not saying Cummins is a bad skipper. I'm not saying McDonald is a bad coach, but I'm preaching caution that this approach does have its drawbacks. And if you there is a very fine balance to having a, a relaxed environment that's productive and one that's not. So uh, 
I just think, as I said, I heard very similar things in the lead up to what happened in South Africa. I'm, I'm pretty sure it won't come to that again, or at least I hope not. But yeah, just warning signs. Um, all right, so as I said, play resumes on the fourth day. Australia 4 for 4.75. Kawaj is 1.95 not out. Uh, Renshaw's 5 not out. Kawaj was asked whether Cummins would declare, and he said, no, no, no. Cummins is going to let me score the double ton. So that, that's, I think it's going to happen. Fingers crossed. Uh, so just look, three things I saw today when there was n- absolutely nothing going on. Um, so Trent Copeland, former Australian and New South Wales fast bowler, ordered six coffees from the coffee cart and then proceeded to carry all six at once in two hands. So two stacks of three and he carried them like downstairs. So um, amazing athleticism there from Trent Copeland. Is there anything he can't do? Play, commentate, he loves all sport. He can carry six coffees. Incredible. Uh, the next one, and look, you're going to love this. Uh, so I'm queuing up in the, the, the line for lunch. Greg Blewett's one in front of me, maybe two in front of me. And then Justin Langer just queue jumps in and sidles up to Bluey um, to get lunch. So that that's fine. Um, JL, as far as I'm concerned, can go to the front of the line, but I did think it was funny. And then Sir Ian Botham is there, and he comes to the line, and Langer grabs him and says, Mate, you're a sir. You can come with me. Um, so I got Q-jumped by Serene Botham and Justin Langer in the lunch line. And uh, finally, as I've said many times, um, they're very strict on behaviour here at the Sydney Cricket Ground. And at one stage, some little kid, this is obviously during the whole day, rains break, he jumped on the field and he went and touched the boundary and he, he jumped back over the fence. And obviously a dare from his friends. And I'm really not encouraging people to go on the field to play in professional sport. It's not a good idea. But this, there was no security around, but there was a security guard about maybe 25 metres away, and I saw him get on the walkie-talkie to report what this child would, had done, and there's cameras everywhere. And, 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 and look, as I understand it, I think this kid's serving a life sentence um, for that offence. So, yeah, don't run on the field. Um, so, look, that's all I've got for you from the Sydney Cricket Ground. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with a review of day four. Hopefully we've got more action to talk about. I would say a result is unlikely at this stage, but you never know. South Africa's batting is very weak. If Australia were to skittle them in the first innings, then maybe the the call for heading home to South Africa would be uh, too much for the South Africans and they, wouldn't, they won't turn up and perform in the second innings and maybe we can sneak a result but I don't think so I think South Africa will fight they won't want to go home three zip losers um so yeah we'll catch up tomorrow thanks everybody for listening to Cricket Unfiltered you can find us on all social media TikTok uh, Twitter Instagram I'm at amenners a-m-e-n-n-e-r-s on Twitter and we'll be back tomorrow On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.